Greetings, folks. Joseph Kursky here, geographer, with you on another edition of the Thinking Spatially podcast, where we explore the geographic implications and revolutions that are transforming our world. Today, the topic is supply chain management, supply chain management, transforming the world. Consider the process that has to be in place in order for products to appear in a typical fish market, let's say. Even before fish and seafood are caught, a network of commercial fishing vessels has to be licensed, staffed, and sent to their assigned regions of the ocean at specific times of day, days of the week, and months of the year. These vessels are dependent on stocks of ropes, nets, containers, as well as navigational aids such as GPS, which must be supplied beforehand while in dock from trucks and railroads, which in turn are manufactured by a network of facilities that take in raw materials. The fish and seafood are caught. They are handled and processed on board the ships. And once the ships are docked, they are sent via network of transportation infrastructure to facilities that receive raw materials and further process them into food products. Afterwards, they are packaged using materials that in turn are dependent upon another set of supply and transportation networks, and then trucked, railed, and shipped to the fish market in Tokyo and elsewhere. And all this is for a market that is relatively near to the source of its raw materials. Other points of sale are thousands of miles or kilometers from their sources and require even more extensive networks. Many food and non-food products rely on their own networks of growers or producers, suppliers, production facilities, distribution facilities, and distributors and sellers that are global in nature. A supply chain is a network of facilities and distribution systems that together performs the functions of procurement of materials, transportation of these materials into intermediate and finished products, and the distribution of finished products to customers or users. Supply chain management, or SCM, is the process of planning and management of materials, information, and financial flow in a network consisting of manufacturers, distributors, suppliers, and customers. The objective of SCM, or supply chain management, is to reduce costs, increase business and profit, improve customer service, and help the participating organizations meet their goals and to be sustainable. Folks, think about any of the products you are wearing, the food you last ate, and the electronic devices you may be using or carrying. How did those items get manufactured or assembled into the final product and then end up in your possession? To grow, assemble, or manufacture these items, to get them to the point where they are consumable, and then to transport them from the manufacturing or processing center to the distribution facility to the retailer where you purchase the items required a set of interdependent networks of products, information, energy, transportation, currency, and workflows. During the last decades of the 20th century and into the 21st, these networks grew beyond regions and nations to become global networks, prompting the use of the term globalization and books such as Friedman's The World is Flat from 2005. 
According to Friedman, countries and governments were the main drivers of globalization a few decades ago. But now, globalization is being led by multinational companies. Global supply chains for chip and computer manufacturers such as Dell, Apple, and Microsoft are understandably complex, involving thousands of components and hundreds of transportation networks. But those for food conglomerates such as Kraft, Coca-Cola, ConAgra, and Nestle are just as complex. Hmm, why does supply chain management merit inclusion in what I consider to be the most revolutionary moments or discoveries in geography? Well, supply chain management operates behind the scenes. It is usually only evident when a disruption in the flow results in a shortage or a spike in prices. Furthermore, supply chain management was a slow revolution. It did not happen overnight. In fact, one might argue that it began 500 years ago during the development of the spice trade from Europe to Southeast Asia. However, it is revolutionary to geography in two major ways. First, it has altered the very fabric of modern life. It has changed spatial patterns of trade and therefore economic geography on a global to the local scale. It has forever altered human environment interaction on those same scales, from the products grown on the local farm to the global transportation network begun by pioneers such as Brunel. To reduce production costs, many firms have relocated segments and sometimes their entire process to new locations, so-called offshoring and were strongly influenced by special economic zones established in Asia, particularly in China. This led to the creation and expansion of major shipping ports around the world. Seven of the ten busiest container ports in the world in 2015, for example, were in China, according to the World Shipping Council. Second, the tools and methodologies created by geographers have been instrumental in the birth and growth of supply chain management. GIS and advanced mapping and spatial analytical tools are used to visualize the networks, maintain existing links, and plan new network components. Hmm. It has been used to track assets, not only regionally, but within distribution facilities and even within individual retailer stores to determine where to merchandise or place products so that they will be noticed and purchased. Think about the last time you bought something. Where was it located on the shelf or in the store? It is also used to track people as a key asset in the health of the network. Increasingly, GIS can show their network in real time, aided by the sensor network and the Internet of Things. Political instability, natural disasters, power outages, manufacturing breakdowns, and other causes can disrupt this network. Because of these realities of economic and physical geography, GIS, or Geographic Information Systems, aids in understanding and mitigating these potential situations in the field and in the science of risk management. Beyond the tools, though, the qualitative and quantitative methods that geographers have brought to supply chain management, in conjunction with their business colleagues, have been one of the most important contributions that geographers have made to everyday decision-making. The analysis of the spatial distribution of supply chains and nodes has been a growing focus of research within the field of geography. Hmm. It makes sense then that supply chain management is so well tied to geography because the, the physical, economic, and cultural geography of planet Earth affects these supply chains in many ways. Supply chains have a distinct geographic 
production, distribution, and consumption, one that changes over time and space. These chains do not stand alone, folks. Cultural perceptions and tastes influence what people will eat, wear, and consume, and how they will purchase a product or service. A landslide, tsunami, volcanic eruption, or other force of physical geography affects the delivery of products from production to distribution or to the consumer. A flood, drought, hailstorm, or other weather or climate events affects food or animal products that can be grown, grazed, delivered, and used in food and industrial products. Supply chain management even affects where companies locate regionally. Some want to locate in a central business district of a city, such as the retailing sector. Some wish to locate in in proximity to a major airport terminal. Some want to locate near the source or sources of their product or near cross-border gateways to assist customs-related procedures or near major port terminals. Distribution centers, such as for Walmart, Ikea, PepsiCo, and other global companies affect local traffic, employment, and housing. Global economic forces determine how much of a commodity can be traded and where products can be and are produced and consumed. The dominant factors of production, land, labor, and capital, and financial integration and trade agreements are integrally tied to economic and political geography. Consumption is tied to the rise in global population, to the current nearly 8 billion, but is also tied to the Human Development Index of Countries, a composite measure that includes life expectancy, literacy, education, and gross national income per capita. And as it has risen for most countries around the world, so has their consumption. Accompanying this rising consumption and demand for products has been rising concern about the sustainability, understandably, of existing means of resource extraction, including minerals, but most critically, water, generation of power, and conversion of land for agriculture and grazing. Because supply chain management involves the transformation of raw materials to intermediate and finished products, it relies upon geographic thinking, data, and tools. It has been greatly aided by geodemographics and spatial analysis techniques. It helped cause global alteration of economic geography, human environment interaction, and the cultural landscape. So that, my friends, is why I believe that supply chain management is a revolution in geographic thinking and networks. Thanks.